Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to Kramer Says. Kramer Says. Be part of the show at kramersays.com. Interact on Twitter at KramerSEZ. Now, Kramer Says. Welcome to the show. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Wednesday, January 18th. Let's get right into it, shall we? Uh, tomorrow's show is going to be a good one. Uh, we're talking to Terrence McMahon. He's holding a couple of seminars around the country uh, about the importance of chat GPT, what it means to you. We'll be talking to him tomorrow. Today, we're going to be talking. The main subject today will be about ESG. We'll get to that here in a bit. ESG, what is it? We'll explain it. Uh, in the meantime, let's talk about what's happening around the planet. Um, over the last few days, we've seen a, a lot of things happen, uh, primarily uh, having to do with um, what's happening in Davos. And if, how do I put this uh, the best way? Um, over the last year, we've told you a lot about the WEF, Klaus Schwab, Yuval Harari, and the demands that these unelected officials are making on our elected officials and how they're bringing that back home from Davos and implementing these um, grandiose and sometimes sickening wishes of what these people want for society, what they want for our culture. Um, they implement them through laws and regulations. And when they can't get it passed through laws or regulations because of, you know, something like, oh, here in the U.S., the Constitution, the only option that they have is to use their big business partners to get those things implemented um, on their own. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Uh, but everything today is going to have something to do with ESG and what's going on. Um, ESG stands for en environmental, uh, social, and governance. And what that means is, is that they want to control your life, get the results that they want, not through government, not through vote, but through the power of big business and big tech. Uh, they're also utilizing censorship laws and big money from big donors like George Soros to, to have people show up and do things and protest and so on, you know, like you're supposed to be able to do legally, um, but they're paid protesters. They roll in because they have an initiative they want to start. They want to spark a fight. That's all that Soros does. And it's happening here. Uh, what we're looking at right here uh, is a group that came into Virginia. They went to the state capitol. They stood in front, armed, in fact, armed, uh, an armed insurgency in front of the state legislature, demanding reparations. This happened yesterday on Martin Luther King Jr., uh, uh, day. Here we go. Black excellence is here. We see y'all up there. Black excellence is here. MLK Day. Just want to let y'all know on behalf of us and the ancestors, we out here to fight for our reparations. HR 40. Now that right there, that right there in the old days, that would be enough to get someone arrested. You show up on Capitol grounds and you say you're ready to fight, let alone that you're armed. And all of a sudden, this issue right here is a, is a much bigger issue and you land in jail for two years. Now, keep in mind, the American citizens that are sitting in the American gulag right now, they did not show up armed. They didn't demand anything other than the truth about the election. We want to push that bill to the front. 
There's so many issues that come in and out of these state lines, and they never want to talk about reparations. And the reason they're not doing that is because it's not an issue to them. Reparations affects everybody who looks like me. Our ancestors fought and died over 400 years, and we were the only ones not to claim our reparations. Virginia is the birthplace of slavery. Virginia is the birthplace of the Confederacy. And so this is where it should have to begin. And there you go. This is how it begins, folks. The, the left has the justification and the authority to do whatever the fuck they want to do. They can show up with their guns. Nobody says anything. Nobody says dick. The law doesn't show up. The authorities don't say anything because this is the movement that they want. Oh, Kramer, not in Virginia. Yeah, yeah. When you see Ray at the WEF in Davos, and, and by the way, we're going to get into the issues of what they're talking about because it's, as, it's, it's very satanic. And I don't mean that in a biblical sense. I mean that in a, this is evil, incarnate, being spread across the planet by a group of rich people and politicians who want you to live under their thumb. Everything from you won't travel if we don't want you to travel. You won't eat what we don't want you to eat. You will not say what we don't want you to say. And you will not hear what we don't want you to hear. We're going to explain all of that today. ESG is the making the biggest impact in your life on a daily basis, and you don't even know that it's happening. If you wondered about how did everything happen over the last two years, three years, how did everything transpire, transpire so quickly? Because they had a plan. For you dumb motherfuckers out there that are still believing in Q, show me the plan! I've got a plan from Klaus Schwab. In fact, I'm reading it now for the second time. I'm reading The Great Reset again to fully understand the threat that we're facing and try to get it to your heads, into your ears, and, and make you understand they are going to take every freedom of yours, your children, and your great-grandchildren. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I skipped your grandchildren. Because that's how far forward they're thinking. You're just thinking about tomorrow, making the mortgage payment next month. They're thinking 20 and 30 years in, in advance, and they're planning that way. How did everything happen during the pandemic? How did Klaus Schwab's book, predicting what was going to happen over the next two years, come out in June of 2020? The pandemic was really just setting root right then. We didn't know what the effects were going to be. We didn't know how long it was going to last. They did. They had a plan. And they, impl they implemented ESG, environmental, social, and governance, from the very beginning to lock us down, to silence our voices. They used these big platforms to do that. The stores did it. The stores mandated that you wear a fucking mask. How did that happen all at the same time? Because they're all in the same fucking club, and we're not in it. Thank you, George Carlin. We're not in that club. We don't get the special treatment. We don't get to fly around the planet on our jets, our private jets, to go talk about how to save the fucking planet. I'm amazed at the number of private jets that it takes to save the planet from private jets. How about you? This is how you know that it's being planned. Because now that the narrative has changed and we found out, well, <laughs> these vaccines didn't work the way that we thought they were going to work. They didn't work as promised. The efficacy rate, well, it just fell through the floor, didn't it? 
Started out at 99%. This is going to save you. It's going to get you back to work. And it's going to get our, our culture and our society back to normal. Do you feel normal yet? Do you feel normal? But now they're, they're talking about it out loud. This is, uh, this is John Stewart a year ago with Stephen Colbert explaining why he thought, why he thought that what happened to our planet came out of a very specific place named Wuhan, China, and that the, well, the evidence is overwhelming. I, and I honestly mean this, I think we owe a great debt of gratitude to science. Science has in many ways helped ease uh, the suffering of this pandemic, uh, which was more than likely caused by science. <laughs> now, did you ever think that you would hear that being said on national TV? After all of the censorship, the big push, did you ever think that anyone would be bold enough to come out and say it out loud? John Stewart did. And then what happened? He hasn't been invited back since. No, John Stewart has kind of been silenced because what he's done is, is that he's, he's asked, he's told the king, hey, I don't think you're wearing any clothes. Th that's not an outfit. That's nudity. And you can't speak truth to power without consequences. He continues. So, and that's kind of... Hold on a second. No, 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 no. Now, listen, listen. I'll, it's I'll, coffee. I wouldn't I'm, do that. To, I wouldn't do that to you. I'm so what, what do you? Takes, well, what do you? What, 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 what do you mean by? Do you mean like well, this so was, perhaps was, there's, there's a chance that this was created in a lab? There's an investigation. A chance. There you go. A chance. The evidence is overwhelming. We've been talking about it for three years. It's not that. It's not that difficult to understand, folks. It's not that difficult to understand. The evidence is there. Six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds don't have strokes at the number that we're seeing them. Does it happen? Yes, and those are outliers. It's not common. In fact, it's so uncommon that when it starts to happen in the numbers that it's happening, it draws our attention. Stuart continues. If there's evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. That's just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they I, ask I, those scientists, they're like, how did this... So wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. <laughs> and you're like, no, I... You, you, the wait, name wait, of your lab, wait. if you look at the name, look at the name, can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat. There you go. That is common sense. That's the common sense that we've been using. John Stewart used it there. John Stewart uses it there, and they're they're nervous because they realize. Look at Colbert. Watch Colbert's um, um, what do you call it? Um, no, um, oh, his mannerisms, uh, his body language. Take a look at what he's doing. He's nervous as fuck. 
And he says several times, I, I, I've already clipped that out, but he says several times at the end of this clip, we don't know where we're going to cut into that of what we can actually air. Isn't that amazing? What's going to make it? What's not going to, what's actually going to get edited out? Because you couldn't say that back then. This was a year ago. Stuart continues. Blue into the cloaca of a turkey and <laughs> then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Like, come on. Okay, wait, okay, a, wait, okay. A, wait a second. Wait a what second. about this? What about wait this? Listen to this. Wait a second. All right. John. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. You're going to want to watch, you're going to want to listen to this the most carefully because this is what exactly what we've been saying for the last three years. Happened. Like, oh, I don't know, maybe a steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. Or it's the chocolate factory. <laughs> Isn't this what we've been saying for the last three years? The fact that Jon Stewart said that on live TV, that, that they aired that and allowed the American people to hear that, means that they realize that the, the narrative is falling apart and they've got to relax it a bit. But they're not relaxing. They're not done. They're going to pull back and then push forward even harder. How do I know? Because of what they're saying in Davos right now today, how they're talking about limiting what you can get a loan for. We'll talk about that here soon. Limiting what you can say, even in America. Oh, I think that we're going to be able to get that passed in America. That's the claims that they're making, that they're going to, they're going to pass hate speech laws here in the U.S., limiting your speech on what you can say. It's my right to hate if I want to hate. It's your right to hate if you want to hate. It's their right to hate if they want to hate. But you can't pass laws on that. You can't make a law against hate, and you definitely can't make a law against hate speech in the U.S. where I have a permission slip to say whatever the fuck I want to say about whatever I want to say it about. You have the same permission slip. It's called the Constitution. And if you allow a company because, well, it's not the government. It's not the government that's doing this to you. No, it's the government that's allowing it to happen. The government has... They have the responsibility of, of protecting my rights. Not saying it's none of our business because that's a corporation. That's not the role of government. Government's role isn't to stand back when someone's being attacked or persecuted or oppressed. It's their role to step in. You see, the government is our fellow neighbor. It's not an entity by itself. It's our fellow neighbor. And, and, and when I need help, my neighbor is supposed to be there for me. I'm supposed to be there for them. The problem is, is that we got people that they think they're above the system. They want to be outside of the system. So they've developed a system that allows them to govern above everybody else. We've been warned for, for decades about one world government. It's here, folks. This is it. And they've implemented it underneath or above, I should say. It's working underneath, in, and above our system, our political system. Why are our political leaders, and I'm not going to call them leaders, why are our politicians, why are our business owners, why are the corporate heads of U.S. companies headed off to Europe, headed off to Davos to meet with other people to come back and, and determine how they're going to govern us here? Why is that happening on an, on an international stage with people from countries that have a rich history of enslaving their fellow man? Klaus Schwab? Klaus Schwab's the guy that's leading this? That's the guy that you're supposed to pay attention to? Klaus Schwab? He's the guy? He looks like and sounds like a James Bond villain just on the surface. 
But that's judging a book by its cover. So what I did is I actually read his fucking book. I'm reading it again right now. Why? Why is it important to understand what these motherfuckers are saying? Because they're telling you that they want your freedoms and you have no choice. And they're doing it for you. It's the best interest of you and the planet. What do they always talk about? Inclusiveness and equity. Um, unless it's inclusive of all ideas. No, 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 no. We, we can't include all ideas. And equity. It used to be equality. I want to be equal to you. Now they want equity. Equity means they're going to be equal regardless of what it costs you. That you're going to have to give up something for them to feel equality, equity. What does that mean? Well, that's uh, equity is a good, a good name for uh, racism. They want racism. They feel that people of color, by the way, got to put this out there, whites on the planet are a minority. We're the majority in the U.S., but on the planet, we're the fucking minority. We're the minority. In South Africa, whites had control for a long time. Didn't agree with apartheid. Still don't agree with apartheid. But once the tables flipped, boom. Man did what they, the black population that said, if you give us control, we'll bring peace and prosperity. Well, that didn't happen. That has not happened in South Africa. The farms that were taken over by the collectives, where they said, you stole this land from the original owners, so we're going to take it back from you. What happened to those farms? Have you heard about what happened to those farms? Yeah, they failed. Because the people that took them over didn't know anything about farming. They're politicians. They're activists. They don't know anything about what they're talking about. They're fucking idiots. I think it's interesting to have somebody, somebody that knows everything about everything, have them change a tire on a car. They don't know how to do it. They've never done it. Today's cars are not like the cars that I grew up with when I was a kid, where you had to know how to change a flat tire because you may get one. Today, that's, that's rare. You don't see people along the side of the highway with a flat tire. And when you do, you go, wow, I haven't seen that in a while. They don't know how to do the basics. Did a project a few years ago with um, Mrs. Uh, Nancy Ursay. She was the, um, the former wife of the owner of the Colts. And we did a project with her. A multimillionaire, lived in a mansion on the north side of Indianapolis. Uh, we picked her, up, picked her up at her house. She came over to our studios. We did a bunch of work together, and uh, it ran late, so we decided to go get something to eat. And the only thing that was open at 1130 at night was an Arby's. We go into the Arby's. She has no idea how to make her own pop, how to make her own Coke or, 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 or Sprite or whatever she wanted to drink at the, 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 the fountain. Had no idea how that worked. Was amazed that you did that yourself. That's the disconnection of the people that are making the decisions about your life on a daily basis. I'm going to say it again. People who have no idea what you have to do on a daily basis just to survive are making decisions about your life. You play no role in it. That's why we're getting closer and closer and closer, not to civil war. That's between you and me. It's revolution against the system that's oppressing us. Oh, Kramer, that's just hyperbole. Really? Go to a social media platform and say whatever the fuck you want to say. See how long you last. I just had an account on TikTok. It was up for eight days. In that eight-day period, it got somewhere in the ballparks of seven and a half million views. People are hungry for what we're talking about. We'll be back. We've got another one in the works already. We'll announce it here shortly. But this is how this right here 
is how they're taking over. It's not through government. They know they can't do it, especially in the U.S. They had to find a way of getting outside the Constitution. And so what they've done is, is they've gone to our politicians and they said, listen, we'll pay you to support this agenda. We'll support your campaign. We'll get you elected. We'll make you a powerful person. But you've got to do this for us. And so what do the politicians do? They do it because they're soulless creatures. They, they, they don't know any better. And we have very few, Matt Gates is one of them, that don't take any PAC money, that don't take any special interest money. They want to remain free of it. And isn't it wild how free Matt Gates is to speak against the system? Isn't that wild how Lauren Boebert is able to speak against the system? And then you see those that spoke out initially, and as they've been in Congress for a while, their voices quiet down. Why? Because they've been paid off, they've been bought. If you don't believe me, if you don't think that it's that it's real and that what I'm saying is true and that we are on we are on a cunt's hair between peace and revolution in this country. There's going to be one thing that is going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. What's it going to be? I don't know what it's going to be, but it's coming. And it's going to happen in the next two years. We will have revolution, armed militias in this country going head to head with our government officials in the next two years if these motherfuckers don't step up or step down. And what I mean by that is if, if leadership doesn't step up and say, okay, we're done with this bullshit, or these motherfuckers don't feel enough fear in their, start shitting their pants enough that they say, you know what? I'm going to get out of this. I, I don't want to be hanging with the others. Well, that's going to happen anyway. Do you honestly think that the American people are going to continue doing this? That you're going to pass laws that tell us that we can't say certain things? Oh, no, no, you, you can't say it because it's on social media. That's, what they, that's how it started. That's how they conditioned people. And now people are starting to say, oh, well, I, 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 I second think what I say before I post it. That's exactly what they wanted you to do. Did you do that before? If you didn't like what somebody said, did you do that before? No, you didn't do that before. You're an American. You have the First Amendment. You may not tell your wife that her butt looks fat in that outfit. You may lie about that. But you're not going to lie about your freedoms. You're not going to lie about how you're being oppressed. We've seen it. Let's talk about the oppression. Let, let's look at the difference between us being oppressed and them being oppressed. You ready? Um, this was during the pandemic. A uh, young lady here is in Melbourne, Australia. She didn't have a mask on, and she refused to give her ID to police for not wearing a mask. And this is what happened to her. Oh, get off of me! Get off! Let go of his vest. Let go of his He's vest. fucking choking me! He's choking me! What the fuck? Let go get of his vest! Get off me! Get the fuck off him! Stop! Fuck you, bitch! Get the fuck off me! What are you doing? You're fucking choking Okay, you get the gist. You understand what's going on. That's what was going on during the pandemic. That's how the governments treated their own citizens. They stood up against them and said, no. But if you're part of the system, if you're part of the system and you're one of them and, and you're preaching their agenda, you can go protest and do everything you want and it becomes a fucking photo op. Here's Greta Thunberg. Thunberg, you didn't see these. This is the imagery of her arrest. Is this an arrest or a photo op? You tell me. <laughs> Okay, let's stop for just a moment here. The previous young lady, was she laughing? Was she smiling with the police? Was it a good old time where the police were giving her an opportunity to stand there and let the photojournalists take their pictures? 
Did that happen in the last one? Let's go. Let's go back and take a look at it just to make sure. Yeah, I. I don't. I don't see anybody coming to her rescue, and I don't see anybody standing around. Are they smiling or laughing? Are they all having a good time? No, no, they're not. But here, look at this. Staged, folks. Staged. This right here is what ESG is all about. They silence dissent on one hand, and they promote those that other, but they give the imagery that this young girl is being oppressed. How much, oppre how much oppression is she facing right now? Look how kind they are, how gentle they're holding her. Is she being struck? Is she being choked? Look at them gently walk her out. In fact, they walked her out. <laughs> they walk her out and make her miss the mud puddle. They walk through the fucking mud puddle. That's what it's about, folks. That right there is what ESG is about. That's just part of it. That's just part of it. ESG is going to use environmental, social, and governance to control the masses. And they say it's about equity and inclusivity and, uh, and, and bringing humans closer together. Really? Okay. Then why do I feel so uncomfortable about how you're doing it? Why do I look at this and go, you know what? It looks like you're trying to take my freedoms. It looks like you're trying to stay. You're trying to take everything that I have and 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 remove it from. Me. Oh, you said you were going to do that. You said that I would own nothing and be happy. I'm not happy. Are you happy? Do you think that your children will be happy? How about your your grandchildren or your great grandchildren? Do you think that they'll be happy with this arrangement? Because it's not going to get any better if we don't stand up now. If we don't tell our politicians now. If you don't stop doing this, you're going to end up on the end of a rope. That's what history shows us. I'm not making threats. I'm warning you, motherfuckers. There are no threats here. Revolution is on the horizon. There are dark clouds. The storm is coming. Wake the fuck up, you fucking idiot politicians. You're going to be hanging at the end of a rope. If you don't do what's right for the American people, we have a permission slip to remove you by force. We don't need your permission. You can call us insurrectionist. You can call us anarchist. You can call us anything you want. What we are is patriots because we abide by the Constitution, not by a set of rules being made in Davos. Look at what the, the ATF recently did with the bump stock. Court said it was illegal, so they made a new rule. I'm not ruled by rules. We're ruled by laws. Agencies do not get to make laws. It's got to go through Congress. It's got to go through the Senate and be signed by the president. Otherwise, it's, it's not constitutional. I don't care what you say. Well, we made the department. The department's not constitutional. The ATF isn't enumerated as a federal power. The Board of Education isn't enumerated. The EPA isn't enumerated. The only role of the government is to protect our rights, to protect our borders, and to do uh, to negotiate treaties with foreign countries. That's it. Full stop. Period. Yes, I get upset about this. Why? Because I see what's happening. You've seen what's happening with your voice on on social media. How about at work? It started with, oh, we we've got to be politically correct and. and Barb really doesn't like you talking like that around the office, you know, when you talk politics, because she doesn't agree with what you what, what you're saying. And 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 she would just prefer. And so you, you, you silented yourself because you didn't want to upset Barb. 
without realizing that who gives a fuck what Barb thinks? If you don't like it, get the fuck out. The bosses didn't look at your free speech first. They looked at her feelings. That's what's running our country. And a bunch of fucking idiots. Al Gore for 20 years has been telling us that the planet is falling apart. And if we didn't do something in 10 years, the fucking polar bears would drown. Polar bears are doing fine. In fact, there's more ice on the North Pole now than ever, ever measured before. Don't let facts get in the way of an ideology, though. What Al Gore says here is what's dangerous, and we'll explain it later. Let me explain what they're doing here, what ESG does and how it controls things. Through environmental, they take a measure through environmental and they say, these are the things that we want to do for the environment. And to do that, the government can do a lot through regulations. They can do a lot through laws. Um, But for those things that they can't do, we're going to do. And we're going to force um, um, acceptance through the way that we handle things. I'll give you an example. You don't think that that's the truth? The pandemic, Klaus Schwab says it, In his book, In the Great Reset, they're using it to reset the planet. So if it was an accident, it wasn't. (laughs) But if it was an accident, they're, they're leveraging the accident to take your freedoms. They're telling you point blank. At the last Davos meeting, a lady said, uh, and this is what got me, Eric Holcomb, the governor of Indiana, was in the audience when she said, (laughs) this gets me, we're going to have to reevaluate the issue of free speech on the internet once the Great Reset is done. Once we've completed the Great Reset, we're going to have to reevaluate free speech and what it means on the internet. We'll talk about that here in just a moment because they've now clarified what they mean by that. But Al Gore for the last 20 years has been telling us that the planet is going to, to crumble, crumble, crumble. And the only way, the only way that we get to where he wants to be is give him more money, Give him more power, and you get less of both. You don't get to travel where you want to go. He does on his private jet. You don't get to own a big 15,000-square-foot home and have it heated and air-conditioned year-round. That's what that's what Al Gore— Well, Al Gore does that because, well, he's working to save the environment. All the work that he does, I'm sure that that offsets his carbon footprint. That's huge. Doesn't matter. They're not stopping. They want world domination. And Al Gore says it here clearly. What's the tactic of ESG? Punishment. Punishment, punishment, punishment. You want to be an oil company that drills for oil? Fuck you. It's not part of the agenda. You're not getting any loans from our banks. You want to build cars that run on gas and, and oil? Fuck you. It's not part of the agenda. We're not giving you a loan to start that factory. You say something that we don't like, we silence you on the social media platforms. We make you disappear. Your voice disappears. Look at what's going on with Stephen Crowder. The folks at the Epic Times. The folks at the Epic Times cannot get an ad on the YouTube channel reporting on what they, (laughs) trying to advertise what they're reporting on because every time they put an ad up, YouTube says that it's political. Well, political is taking a side. Reporting on politics is news. Doesn't matter. So they silence the Epic Times. They they silence the Daily Caller. They silence um, the Blaze. They they silence um, the New York Post. New York Post <laughs> reported on the Hunter Biden um, laptop story, the scandal. They said it was fake, and then their agents came out. Fifty one of them came out and said, "Hey, we think this looks like Russian disinformation." Knowing now, they're now saying that they knew it was fake. 
some of it was probably true, but it still looked like it was fake. But they've come out and said, they've now come out and said, yes, we knew that it was most likely fake, but we did it anyway. That's how ESG works. People at the top pulling the strings, pulling in favors, saying you need to do this or you need to do that. And if you don't think that that's the truth, Al Gore says it here out loud. If you do not do what we want you to do environmentally, we will cut off the loans. You will cut off the, you will not be able to get a loan to build something that we don't agree with. You will not, even if you have the constitutional right to do it. Nope, not going to, we're not going to give you the money. Here's Al Gore saying it verbatim. Enough already, enough. And I, I don't want to get sidetracked onto what needs to happen, but we need to scale up climate finance, but we need desperately to scale down anti-climate finance. So what he's saying right there, to scale down anti-climate finance or support means, and he calls it subsidies, but it's loans. Um, for example, they're not going to give loans to oil drilling companies anymore. Several big, large banks have said, no, nope, we're, we're out of that business. That's what this is about. You say something on social media, that's what it's going to trickle down to. This is all about having a score of who you are as a human being and how, how closely do you align to the narrative that these people want you to align to. And the farther you get away from it, well, your score goes way down. For example, if you talk about ESG on TikTok, you get taken down. That's what happened last night. The video that I placed on social media last night, as soon as that went up, it reached 100,000 views, blink, lights went out, done. As soon as I explained what ESG is, and how did I explain it? I explained it with, with Al Gore's own words. Let's go back to the very beginning so we can hear what he said from the get-go about what he wants. Enough already, enough. And I, I don't want to get sidetracked onto what needs to happen, but we need to scale up climate finance, but we need desperately to scale down anti-climate finance. And we are still subsidizing the burning of fossil fuels globally at a rate 42 times larger than the subsidies for the shift toward renewables and EV. Well, there's a reason for that, Al, because they work. I didn't see in the, in the latest um, electrical failures across the country, when, when Texas had that deadly power outage during the winter, I didn't see any EVs out there fixing those poles. It's amazing to me that it, it took it took conventional vehicles and, and gas-powered vehicles to go out and fix the EV stuff, to go out and fix the, the turbines that, that had, had frozen up. It took gas. It took oil to be burned, to, 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 to melt off the snow and ice around the things that had frozen up. They conveniently forget that. Uh, et cetera. <clears throat> We need new leadership at the World Bank. We need them to uh, scale up the leverage and vastly increase the amounts that are, are committed. And we need to rein in the anti-climate activities of the fossil industry. There you go. We need to rein in. Rein in is stop, oppress. If you've got an idea that they don't like, you're not getting money for it. If it doesn't pass their ESG score, you don't get any money for it. It's it, This should be illegal. This is redlining on an ideological bent that I've never seen before. It's not about racism, it's about control. Redlining the entire planet. You will do what we say or you won't get a paycheck. You'll do as we say, and we heard that. That's, that's not outlandish, right? If you don't get this vaccine, you'll lose your job. Did you hear that happen in the last couple of years at any one point? 
They were testing it all. They wanted to see how many people would comply. Sadly, 50% of the people did. In fact, let's go back to this young lady in Melbourne, Australia. Let's take a look at her. Right? 50% of the people on this planet believe that this right here is okay, that this is appropriate, that if you don't do it, the authorities say that they can do this to you. She's walking down the streets without a mask on. We've now, as we knew from the get-go, masks don't work. Dr. Wynn has now come forward on, on the news several times saying, oh, no, no, masks, unless you use a surgical mask, well, they're they're ineffective. And well, not surgical mask, unless you, you wear an N95 mask, totally ineffective. She went to TV how many times telling us that we had to wear a mask, we had to get our shots, we had to get our boosters. The narrative is falling apart, folks. It's falling apart. Now, here's, here's another step that I, wa I want you to, 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 to realize, or another point I want you to realize. I am not an alarmist. I'm a realist. If they have this power today, what will they do tomorrow? What will they take from you tomorrow? Now, every time they take something, it's just a little piece. It's just a little piece. It's not big. Just give us an inch. All we want is an inch. And I'm going to be blunt and go out on a, on a limb here. And you may or may not support me on this, but I said years ago that if we ever allowed the gay community to get married, that the next thing would happen that would pop up would be pedophilia. They would want the ability to do what they want to do. And you've seen it already happen. The pedophilia apologist. They're not pedophilia. They're not pedophiles. They're maps. They're minor attracted people. Mm-hmm. We know what they are. A rose by any other name is still a rose. They're a sick fucking individual that doesn't have the ability to be rehabilitated because the desire that they have is for something they can never have. It's like telling someone who loves chocolate, you can never have chocolate again. You're rehabilitated. Go, my, go out and play now and see how long it takes them to start sneaking chocolate. I've said it for a long time. You give, you give something that's morally wrong an inch, and it will take a mile before you know it. And how fat, How long, how long did it take for gay marriage to get introduced and get through the process and get to the Supreme Court and, and to become a national case and, and say, okay, you've got the opportunity, you can do it. How long did that take? It took years. How long did it take once that happened for California to say, hey, listen, if you're 21 years old, and you want to have sex with an 11-year-old who's, 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 who agrees with you and wants to do it, knock yourself out. You're okay. That's what the law says now. California, 10-year spread. Up to 10 years. That, that means an 11-year-old can legally have sex with a 21-year-old if they're both into it. Got the case in, uh, <laughs> I think it's in the UK, Daily Mail had this, where there's a man who walks around the stores of London. Um, uh, I think it's London. Um, but he walks around the stores dressed up as a woman, but his, his outfits always allow him to have a little area where he can lift his skirt up just a bit and show his penis. Now, if he did that in a suit or a pair of shorts dressed as a man, he'd go to jail for, for indecency. But since he says he's a tranny, he, uh, he has the ability to do it with impunity because that's a woman showing her dick to young girls and women only in, that's where he goes. He goes to the, the, the areas where young women and young ladies uh, are shopping in these stores in the, um, oh, what do you call it? The um, negligee area, underwear and that kind of stuff. They think it's normal. 
Nobody will do anything. No, the people who say, hey, the king has no clothes or that chick has a dick, they're the ones that are called out. They're the problem. That's why revolution is on the horizon. That's why revolution is coming, not just to this country, but to every country on the face of the earth that is implementing ESG. Because it's about control, folks. It's about one world government. I'm not, in, I'm not into, um, and I want to be real clear here. Uh, I was raised in the church. My dad was a Pentecostal minister, apostolic Pentecostal minister, uh, ap- um, evangelical. My nose is really itching. Sorry about that. Um, that's how I was raised. Um, I, I know the Bible inside and out. I fully understand it. Uh, I get it. I shouldn't say you understand it. I get it. What I'm saying is not based on that. What I'm saying is based on the observations. They're saying that they want a one world government. It's not the Bible saying that. It's not me saying that. That's what Klaus Schwab says in his book, The Great Reset. The fewer people at the top means that we will bring better harmony to the planet. Really? They don't want war. They're going to get it. They don't want pestilence. They're creating it. They don't want, they don't want any of the thing. None of this, none of the things that they say they're against are they actually working to get rid of. You know how easy it would be to get rid of famine if you weren't stopping the production of fertilizers? Do you know how easy it would be to to end racism if you just stop talking about it? Keep in mind that to, to, to show real racism, they have to go back 50, 70, 100 years. They don't have any evidence of real racism today unless it's what people call reverse racism. Now, I don't call it that. Racism is racism. But Kramer, black people and people of color, they can't be racist. They're the majority on the planet. Whites are the minority. Yes. They have all the power. There's a lot more of them than there are of us. And that's one of the tools that they're going to use. Look at that guy over there. Look at everything he's got. Go get it. It's yours. He stole it from you. And if he didn't, his dad did. And if that wasn't, his grandfather did. Somebody stole it from one of your people. And it's your right to go take it from him. So go get it. But you got to put us in charge. Once you get it, we have to be in charge. That's what's happening, folks. It's an old tool. It's not anything new. This isn't something that should shock you. Here's the thing that I think is most important. Brian Stelter, the fat little fuck, sitting there on the stage with this lady. And what she's saying in her best German accent is that, yes, we will control American speech eventually. We'll get those laws passed and listen to how she smiles when she says it. Well, we need the people who understand the language and the case law in the country. The peace law. The peace law is, hey, you can't say anything racist. You can't can't say this. You can't say that. We're not going to allow you to do that. Meanwhile, they're calling all white people devils. Oh, that's not racist. That's not based on race. That's based on your skin color and what you've done in the past. Well, I didn't do shit in the past, bitch. I didn't own a slave. I haven't oppressed anybody. I'm not the man. What about you? What about you? Have you owned anybody? Hey, are you for slavery? I'm not for it. I'm for getting along with my fellow man. I was taught in school that we're part of a melting pot. We're all the same. Some of us are, some of us are, some of us are lighter. 
Some of us are darker. Some of us are taller. Some of us are shorter. Some of us are funny. Some of us are stupid. That's the melting pot. But no, they, they want to make it, they want to make speech controlled now. Listen to what she says closely. Because what qualifies as hate, hate speech, as illegal hate speech, which you will have soon also in the U.S. There you go. <laughs> we're we're going to make it, we're going to make it illegal for, for hate speech. Well, what's hate speech? You've seen what hate speech is on social media. It's people that don't like what you have to say. I'm not a racist. Oh, that's exactly what a racist would say. No, a racist would say, I don't want those people around me. I don't like them. I think they're less than me. That's what a racist would say. I don't believe that. Why? Well, well simply because I have the evidence to show that that's all untrue. If you think that you're, if you're white and you think that you're better because of somebody else, just because of your skin color, what about when you get a tan and you become darker? Well, that's not the same. It is. Did that change you? When you got a tan, did you change? The darker your skin got, did you change in any way, shape, or form? You did not. It's not about skin color. It's about culture. I'll give you an example about what culture means and, and, how, and how it really impacts people. Um, have you looked at other cultures around the world and you see them do something for like, uh, for example, the Indians who, um, uh, put the dot on the middle of their forehead. Isn't that goofy? Isn't that the weirdest thing you ever, but there it's normal as all get out. It's a sign of beauty. What about the women of Africa who have the, uh, the hoops put around their neck and, and elongate their necks? Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is weird. Except to them, to them, it's a sign of beauty. What about, what about the people who, uh, who go out and put candy or money in little plastic eggs and hide them around the yard in the spring and have the kids go out in the yard and look for it. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah, but not to us. What about the fact that we, we go out in December, um, we chop down a perfectly good tree, we take off all the dead branches, we drag it into our house, we adorn it with all kinds of trinkets and shiny stuff, then we go in and we take things that we've bought for people and we want it to be a surprise. So we wrap them in expensive paper that they just rip back off. And then after it's all over, we take the tree and we put it on the front lawn and, and a trash service comes by and pick it up or we have to take it to the trash. Ain't that weird? Not to us, but to people around the world it is. It's about culture, folks. It's not about skin color. You know how I know that? because of all the success that we've had of all peoples. When all peoples come together and they drop all of this bullshit, they can do great things. Black, white, gray, green, Hispanic, um, Asian, it doesn't matter. When people come together, they can do great things. We see it happen every time there's an emergency and there's a, a, national, a natural catastrophe, whether it be a flood, a hurricane, an earthquake, whatever. Before all the authorities get there and before all of the politicians get there to start grandstanding about all the great things that they're doing, it's citizens that join in with each other to help dig each other out, pull back the mud. And they're not asking what's your political affiliation. They're not looking at who you are as a person, what your skin color is. They, they pull you out. We see it time and time again. And there's a wreck and a car starts to be engulfed in flames. People rush to the car. They don't look for bumper stickers to see who the fuck is in there and what political party they voted for or what their skin color is. No, they come together. It's only the politicians, especially those on the left, 
And it's only the activist. It's only the people making money from racism that utilize racism. So if we can get rid of it, we can st stop talking about it. In fact, not only stop talking about it, stop listening to it. Silence their voice. Just get along with your fellow man. Don't care what they have to say. Don't repeat what they have to say. Silence them. Take away their power by removing their voice, by not repeating what they have to say. And when you hear it is repudiating it, say, no, I don't believe in that. I don't believe that there's systemic racism in our system. I think there's systemic broke, brokenness in our system that affects everybody equally. But I don't think that there's a system in place that, that harms one group of people over another group of people at a higher rate because the data does not show that. And I know that's, that's not in most people's heart. Folks, revolution, armed revolution is on the horizon. I've waited a long time to say that because I was hoping that there would be an out. But they're just ramping things up. They're going faster and faster and faster. They want to be to 2030 by 2027. They said that about a year ago, that they were ramping it up. They wanted to get to 2027. They, want, they saw things were moving so much faster than they thought that they can do it in 2027 as opposed to having to wait to 2030. It's four years away, folks. Four years. In that four years, what are you going to do? Well, I'm, I'm going to prepare. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get bullets. And I, No, that's not enough. If you're waiting for them to take action, you'll never do anything. At what point are you going to say enough is enough? What do they have to do? What do they have to take? What do they have to have before you say enough is enough? I've got my line in the sand. And at that point, somebody, somebody is going to feel the wrath. I know what mine is. People keep saying, well, we need somebody to stand up and be the leader. I'll be that fucking leader. I'm done. I no longer want to comply. I'm done with this, this trial. So that's why we're getting, Kramer says it's expanding on all levels. And by the way, Kramer says it isn't just me. There's a group of people that, that fight behind the scenes, and I just happen to be the face of it. I've said that for, for over two years now. But now is the time. Get together locally. Get together with your friends. Get off these fucking apps. Get off of Facebook. Get off of TikTok. Get off of Twitter. Get off and get together. Get together with your friends and neighbors and start talking about the things that you've got to take care of locally. Go talk to your politicians and give them the warning. If you do not start obeying the Constitution, you will hang by the laws of the Constitution. That's not a threat, folks. Oh, he threatened us. No. I have the authority through the Constitution to give you that warning. It's not a threat. It's a warning. The Constitution is clear. Anything, anything that's illegal, it's abhorrent to the Constitution. I think that the, the thing that we've got to look at, I'll say this in closing. What do you want your country to be? Is this it? Back 200 some years ago, a group of men signed a document that was their death warrant. By signing the Declaration of Independence, they were signing their lives away. Why? Well, they had realized their lives were already over under the current system. You're going to let them lock you down again? No, no, no. I, I wouldn't let them do that. Really? Uh-huh. Yep. 
Bet you would. Because you did it the first time. Oh, I've learned my lesson. Mm -hmm. Your neighbor is going to turn you in. Your, your neighbor down the street is going to report you. The police that are showing up now, they have, they have no allegiance to the people. They just have an allegiance to their paycheck. We've learned that. We've seen that time and time again. How do I know? Because of this right here. This right here is how I know. This right here is how I know. There will always be Nazis. There will always be those that will be willing to, to take your freedoms for the power and a paycheck. He doesn't think this is wrong. 50% of the planet didn't think this was wrong. You think it's wrong? Are you prepared for what comes next? Or Kramer, are you called for, calling for an armed uprising? No, I'm calling initially for a warning to our po political system. We're done playing with you. You're not the, the authorities. You're not the power. We've, we've granted that to you through our votes. But you have no more power over us. You're just another fucking citizen. You're no different than I am. We put you in charge because we were building a country. We didn't have time to deal with this bullshit. And you've taken the power that we've given you and you've used it against the people. You don't deserve to have it anymore. We saw the other day, Democrats vote down a law, vote down a bill rather, that would mandate that if a, an aborted, a child that was uh, attempted to be aborted lives, that they would be mandated to service that child and render care. They wouldn't vote on that. Oh, there's already laws on the books that say you have to, doesn't matter. Then it doesn't matter, does it? Why did it matter to you? If there's already laws in the books, then what does it matter? You're just reinforcing the laws that are already in the books. Why wouldn't you do it? You know exactly why they wouldn't do it. As I said earlier, they are satanic and not in the biblical sense. They are satanic in the, for, in, in the form of um, evil incarnate. And I don't see a way out. Our politicians are bought off, paid off. They're not willing to take the, the risk or step up. And those that are, are, we saw Lauren Boebert and Matt Gates, and the pressure that was on them. That's what they allowed us to see. Imagine what was happening behind the scenes and what's still happening today and how they were ostracized. Just imagine that. And the lies that were told during that process by McCarthy and his team. The leaks that happened with inside the Republican Party trying to villainize the only two people that would not relent. They never changed their vote. They said they wouldn't vote for him. They didn't vote for him. That's what we need, people. We need more of that and less of the other 216, right? The other 216, 17 or whatever it is in Congress that voted to go along and get along, we need less of that and more Gates and Boebert. That being said, wraps up today's show. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be talking to Terrence McMahon. Terrence is working with ChatGPT. He's got a couple of seminars coming up around the country to, um, to explain how you can utilize it, uh, both in your daily life and business and so on. It'll be very interesting to talk to him tomorrow. He's a fellow patriot as well. Uh, additionally, if you haven't joined Kramer Says yet, go get yourself an account at KramerSays.com. C-R-A-M-E-R-S-E-Z.com. Free Speech Lives. We are building out a brand new system right now. The one that we have in place is, uh, it was just to get us started. Nothing more than that, just to get us started. So uh, the new app, uh, the platform that we're building, 
Super, super excited about it. Can't wait to tell you more about it. Uh, and we'll do that through KramerSays.com. So get yourself an account at KramerSays.com. The other thing that I that I want you to do is uh, today's today's program was specifically about ESG. Uh, and if you want to m- learn more about it, um, you can just Google ESG. The majority of pro, uh, the majority of content you're going to get, the vast majority, because it's being pushed by the left uh, and left technology, is all pro, pro, pro. We're going to save the planet. We're going to make everybody non-racist. We're going to make everybody have the same equity. Hey, it's going to be awesome. By the way, you'll own nothing and be happy about it. Um, that's what you'll hear. But if you want to hear, get, you know, the tip of the iceberg, what's really going on, and the people that are really scared uh, about what happens next. Go, uh, go take a, a gander at um, the Epic Times new documentary, The Shadow State. Uh, we, we recently worked on them with that um, and got all the, created all the commercials for it. And so um, really excited about that piece of work. But go take a look at it. That, that's the tip of the iceberg. And then start, start educating yourself on what ESG is. And then start to think about it in your own mind. How can this affect me two, three, four years from now? There's a reason why Ford has discontinued creating um, gas cars. Well, Kramer, they still do trucks. They don't do cars. They're, they're moving to EVs. They're trying to get away from all of that. How do I know? Well, I used to work for Ford. <laughs> so, it, it's, it, folks, there's, there's a lot going on here. You got to pay attention to it. And that's why we do this show. Please join us again tomorrow. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Wednesday, January 18th. We'll see you tomorrow or as soon as we can. Now I hit this button right here. Get more at KramerSays.com. KramerSays.com.